the Son, the Holy Spirit, the one God, Amen. From the Son on Taibin. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Um, of course, we congratulate all the fathers of the church, um, which was just take care of us every day and every night. And for every father who's sitting today, of course, Happy Father's Day for everybody. Each one of us has two fathers. You have the true fathers, and you have the real fathers. The real father, this is the earthly fathers you receive life from. But your true fathers, this is the, tr the father in heaven. And actually both fathers has one common things. Both fathers actually wishing you to be better, wish you to be progress, wish you to be excellent. So the earthly father, even in your heart, I want my son to be better than I. If I'm a technician, I need my son to be a doctor. If I'm mechanic, I need my son to be an engineer. And even my, if, I'm, if myself, I'm a lawyer, I need my son to be a judge. I want my sons to be better than I. Maybe you compete with your cousins, your friends, your, your sibling. Definitely you compete with them. And usually you feel in your heart, I want to be better than my, my brothers. I want to be better than my friends. I want to be better than my, my cousins. But the only person actually on earth wants you to be better than him is your father. And actually, there is one verse in John 14, 12. And they said, if you believe in me, you will do more than I do because I'm going to my father. So if you believe in Christ, Christ says you're going to do more than his works. Like, what kind of, what kind of works are you going to do more than Christ himself? But when he said that, he said, because he's a father, and in, heart, in his heart, I want you to, be, to do more than what I did. This is the father attitude. The real father, which is the earthly father, sometimes we mess up. Sometimes we don't know how to get the, our feeling to our kids. Sometimes we are tougher on our kids. Sometimes we're acting like, like aggressive toward our kids. Which we, sometimes we fail to give them the message in our heart, but in our heart, trust me kids, I want all my kids to be better than I. That's my goal in life. Whatever occupation, whatever level you are, I need my son, I need my daughter, I need my kids to be better than I. And that's exactly what Christ wants to do. So yes, we are the real fathers, we mess up. But your true father who are in heaven, he never mess up. He is the true father. He is the father who knows exactly what best for you. Sometimes, yes, he reward you. Sometimes tight a little bit on you. Sometimes he put you in tribulation. Sometimes he put you in fire. But he's the perfect father. He knows exactly what you want and how much you want. This is the true father. And when our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ asked us to, to pray, he said, just when you pray, say, our father who art in heaven. Sometimes I ask myself, God's everywhere, right? He's on heaven and earth. So why he didn't ask us, when you pray, why he didn't say our father who art in heaven and earth? He's everywhere. 
But actually, God wants to, when you pray that, you look up. He wants you to look to heaven, toward the heaven. This is what you're wishing for. This is what he's preparing you for. This is what exactly wants your heart to be set to do so. He wants you to look in heaven because your life on earth here is just temporarily. And this life is just a wilderness. So for us to understand exactly what God to do to us, we can have like a bird view for what happened in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, all the Israelites was in Egypt in captivity. In captivities. And God wants to free his, free his people. So he told Moses, you know what? Take the people and I want you to cross the Red Sea. And the Red Sea actually the sea of blood. That's the call. The sea of blood. And what happened actually when Moses hit the sea, we had two walls. You have water underneath and you have the cloud on top. So you have water surrounding the Israelites. And they pass. They pass. And what happened to Satan? Satan drowned in that blood sea. And when they reached the other end was the wilderness. And this is where we live right now. Every one of us went to the baptism, submerged water all over you. And now we're living in the wilderness. This is the wilderness. This is the temporary house for us. This is not your house. This is not your house. That's why God, when he said, when you pray, you say, our Father who art in heaven, look up, don't look down. Because this is not your house. It's exactly if you're, you're traveling and you're in a hotel and you see the mirror is scratched in the hotel, the faucet is not working, doesn't matter. I'm going to be here for a couple of days and I'm leaving, going to my home. This is what God, this is the true Father wants to focus on. So after the Israelites sat in the desert, lost for four years, now we're going to have another path. This is another path just to go to Canaan, which is eternal life. This eternal life needs some request. So what happened actually? There is a Jordan River we have to pass. So the Red Sea means the, the Sea of Blood. There is a death there. And actually, Jordan means the river of death as well. So to understand the, the, river, the Jordan River, Jordan River started in a mountain, it's called Haran, and is going through, again, like four countries. And after that, the end of this river is the Dead Sea. So Haran means anathema of Haram, or something forbidden. Or something is like like something wrath. That's Haran. So the water coming, the wrath is coming in the dead river. And if I fill in this river, I'm gonna end in the Dead Sea. But my father is gonna do something different here. He said Joshua something really interesting. He said, get the Ark of Covenant, and I want you to step in that dead river. So when he stepped in that dead river, the water coming from the mountain stopped. That means the wrath of God stopped. But the water on the other side went to the, to the Dead Sea. There is a difference here. In the Red Sea, water all over us. 
But in the other path, the wrath of God is going to be stopped by the Ark of Covenant. And the rest of our sin is going to be go away, is going to disappear. And this is how we're going to cross the river of death and set and stays in Gok to Canaan. So the Ark of Covenant, actually this is a symbol of Christ himself. The Ark of Covenant is two boxes in one. So the inside of the box is gold, which is the divinity of Christ. The outside of the box is wood, which is the humanity of Christ. I cannot see, I cannot say, yes, I have two, two boxes. No, it's one box. Yes, it's one box. Yes, it's one God. Yes, it's one Christ. Yeah, but has two different material, has two different metals. One is gold, one is divinity, one is humanity. I cannot separate them. I cannot mix them because it's one box. This is Christ. So Christ, while you are working, moving, actually crossing the river of death, he's going to stop. He's going to stop the wrath of God. And we're going to pass that to inherit the kingdom of heaven. This is what the Father do to you. This is the Father who are in heaven do to you. So to tie this with the gospel of today, every time we read the gospel, I have to ask myself, where is my salvation in that book? Where is my salvation in this chapter, in this miracle? Yes, I know this miracle happened, these people in heaven, but this book is not like a book of history or book of biography. This is a book of salvation. So every time you read something, ask yourself, where is my salvation in that chapter? So that chapter will see the faith, what, what the faith can do. So we'll see four people bringing their friends and they don't know how, how to reach him to Christ, how to reach to Christ because there is a lot of crowds. Yes, there's gonna be a lot of obstacle in our life. But I don't care about the obstacle, I'm going to Christ. I'm going to Christ and I'm bringing my friends with me. And this is exactly what Christ wants tried to do. He wants to bring us to him and with, with friends. I cannot go by myself. So when Christ says, when I saw their faith, he cured him. And the interesting part, they didn't ask for anything. They brought this, this sick man and they put him in front of Christ. Because they have that faith. What kind of faith they're God talking about, Christ talking about? That faith, when you, when you trust in God, he's going to do the perfect thing for you. If you have tribulation in your life, just go put it in front of Christ. Just like, I'm sick. That's it. So do I ask for healing? No. Don't ask for healing. Just tell him, I'm sick. I'm tired. I'm depressed. I'm disappointed and let him do the rest when St. Mary in the first miracle and which is the turn the water the water to the wine and she came to Christ and she said they have no wine did she tell him oh they have no wine but you have to go buy some wine or you know what you have to do something here today she did not say that she present the problem to Christ put it in front of him that's the faith he wants to have they put the problem in front of him and he will do the best. This is the faith he wants you to have. I will trust my father in heaven and I know he's going to do the best for me. 
even if not time for my cure now, it's not my time for healing, this is best for me. That's the faith he wants to have. When Lazarus was sick, the disciple told him, Lazarus sick. So what should we do? No, Lazarus sick. Do, do your thing. And this is exactly the faith of these four people did today. They, br they bring their friend to Christ and said, hey, this guy is sick. So what should I do? It's, your, it's, 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 you, it's your, the ball in your game now. This is your game now. This is what you do, what you do. Whatever, the best I know you're gonna do. So today, what these four people presenting him, which is that sick man to Christ. So Christ, when he saw their faith, he told them, arise, arise, carry your bed and go home. Arise, which is the power of resurrection, which is we're going to take in the end of the days. This power of resurrection, each one of us is going to resurrect with a new body. And Christ is going to tell you, just resurrect. And I want you to cross the Jordan River. I cannot take care of the wrath of the Father. Don't worry about that. I want you to have that faith. You're going to pass. You're going to cross. And you're going to inherit in the kingdom of heaven. And I want you to go home. And glory be to God forever. Amen.